Welcome, welcome, welcome. So there's so much going on, so much going on. Um, Well, let's start off with this particular article I've seen. Well, it's actually not an article, it's just a... They actually show on a video and it gives me like a paragraph. But they're talking about CNN. A CNN reporter participates in a COVID-19 vaccine trial. Um, yeah, that's not going to work because this reporter is black, by the way. And it says uh, CNN reporter Stephanie, how you say her name? Elam? 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 Stephanie Elam shares her experience taking part in Johnson & Johnson's Phase 3 coronavirus vaccine trial, saying she hopes to inspire people of color to trust science. Yeah, that's not about the word. Um, there's a lot of black people paranoid when it comes to the government, and so, yeah, you're going to have to do better than that one. Um, and I've actually seen the presidents um, say they're going to take the shots, too. It's like... Or some of the past presidents. Um, I think it said Bush, uh, Clinton, and I think Obama also was in that. But they're trying to basically have people to trust um, to trust the vi- uh, vaccine. But um, people are a little paranoid. Um, and you know black people, we still think of the um, Tuskegee experiments, you know, so, yeah, it's gonna be a long shot with us, like, there's a lot of black people I know, just, it's a negative, (laughs) it's no way we would, um, actually take this particular vaccine, um, let's see, I just seen another article, right, and it's talking about this data scientist and the Florida governor. Her name is Rebecca Jones. Now, this is an article on um, Financial Times. And she's an ex-state Department of Health worker. Claims she's being intimidated for blowing a whistle on alleged COVID data manipulation. 
Um, I'm just gonna read a few lines, you know. Rebecca Jones mostly used Twitter to share updates on the COVID-19 pandemic in Florida, from the number of new cases to the test positivity rate in the southern U.S. state. But on Monday, Ms. Jones, a 31-year-old climate scientist who was fired this year from her job at Florida's health department, instead posted a 30-second video showing police guns drawn entering a home she shares with her husband and two young children. Uh-huh. Ms. Jones, who alleges she was fired after refusing to manipulate official COVID-19 figures, blamed the governor of Florida um, for the incident in which police seized her phone and laptops. This is what happens to scientists who do their job honestly. She tweeted, this is what happens to people who speak truth to power. Uh-huh. So, looked like she got some type of beef with the Florida governor. But, uh, yeah, there's so much going on with this COVID thing, man. It's interesting. Very interesting. Um, oh, in other news, um, Airbnb, uh, did hit the stock market, um, or the IPO, and the valuation hit it, uh, 100 billion in debut. Um, this particular article says Airbnb shares soared in their debut, but closely slightly lower than their opening price at 144.71 in the home sharing giants IPO. And then it says uh, their valuation, uh, their market value shot past 100 billion, making it the 10th best debut in 2020 based on the price gain from the IPO. I hear a lot of people talking about Airbnb is revolutionizing the industry, right? So, like, they're pretty, pretty, um, serious, right? It's a pretty big thing for them. And I think they are pretty much revolutionizing the travel industry, right? Um, they are disrupting what, uh, what most people thought the travel industry was, right? They're sort of like the, um, who else revolutionized? Um, I guess you could say Tesla could be put in that category, right? Um, electric cars. And now we're getting ready to come out with the autonomous cars. So it's about to be, there's a lot of excitement going on, right? Even though we're in a pandemic and things are supposed to get even worse, right? Because a lot of people are saying we're at the beginning of a depression. So it's going to be interesting. And the way that the the past administration governed, it was the way of, I said this before, y'all, it was like Kevin Coolidge. It's basically like this pro-business, um, conservative um, businesses are always right type of governing. And it seems to always lead to some sort of recession or depression. And um, I just find it interesting, right? And there's still a lot of people out there saying, you know, that governing as a businessman is a great thing. I think governing as a businessman is cool to an extent, but when you, it's, you can actually go too far, right? Like capitalism by itself actually destroys in a way, you could say. 
Um, I mean, I don't believe America would still be this superpower if we was just strictly capitalism, right? The people would have probably already rose up, like, if it was a straight capitalism. Because we don't have straight capitalism right now. We have, um, it's like a mix right now of capitalism and socialism. And when I say socialism, I'm basically just talking about government programs, um, like the Social Security uh, program. And then there's like food stamp programs. I mean, just like different programs that the government um, uses to help people stay above water, basically. And so a straight capitalist system would eat like a lot of the lower people up, right? It'll be just... It'll be crazy, right? And that's sort of what, back in the day with Calvin Coolidge and then after him, I think, uh, who came after him? Herbert Hoover. And yeah, right? It was just like straight capitalism. But capitalism by itself doesn't actually help the people most of the time. Or, well, yeah, 99% of the time, right? I mean, it helps businesses and it helps other people, but... Does it actually help the people that are at the bottom, basically, right? Does capitalism by itself? I mean, some CEOs probably could, like, if they really just wanted to help people at the bottom, like, instead of helping their shareholders, right? I mean, I guess it's possible, but it's not likely. Because, like, the focus of most businesses, right, is to to help out their company to help out shareholders, you know? And so the focus isn't helping out the homeless. Uh, It isn't, I mean, just for most businesses. I'm not saying that maybe CEOs don't think about that type of thing. I'm just saying what they're usually focusing on, right? That's why I've actually talked about understanding who you're actually buying from, right? Um, I talked about conscious uh, consumers, right? Being a conscious consumer, um, conscious investing. Who you're giving your money to actually matters. And now we find ourselves what looks like to be the beginning of uh, a depression, some people say. Um, Some people say we're already in a recession, but yeah, so... That's just some things to think about, right? Um, something else I've seen in the news today. Um, Utah State players opt out of a final game due to president's comments and past issues. So looks like Utah State players, they opt out of the game at Colorado State because of comments by the university's president's um, on Tuesday, vo- vo- voicing his concerns about interim head coach Frank, I guess you say his name, Miles, a Mills, religious and cultural background. Mm-hmm. Let me see, what else, what else does this say? The team's leadership council raised issues about Cockett's comments regarding Mel. I wonder if I'm pronouncing his name right. Who is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The players were so dumbfounded by 
Cockates comments that a player conducted an anonymous players only survey asking the players if they were on the Zoom call and whether they were concerned about anything they heard in the meeting. About three fourths of the team that responded by Thursday mentioned they were concerned about the religious bias against male by Cockate. I don't know, I might be saying that wrong too. The players said they don't believe the Zoom call was recorded. None of the players were aware of each other's answers and responded individually. On Friday morning, in a players-only meeting that lasted more than an hour, the players unanimously voted to not play the season finale because of these issues. The coaching staff was not aware of the players' meeting until after its conclusion. The Aggies finished the year 1-5. and five. Uh-huh. So, more drama in football. Nothing new. Um... It is what it is. And I seen some in the NBA, matter of fact, not too long ago. Um, some with Kyrie Irving. Let me see. What was that? Let me see. Can I find it real quick? I think he was fine. Let me see. Uh, give me one minute. Yeah, here we go. So, next, Kyrie Irving responds to 25000 fine from NBA for not speaking to the media. Okay. Kyrie Irving's been trying to do things a little different lately. Uh, Let me see here. Now, this is something I found on CBS. Uh, uh-oh. Caught a commercial. Uh, or an ad. Brooklyn Nets guard Kyrie Irving was fined 25000 for his refusal to speak to the media during the league's media week ahead of the 2020-21 NBA season. Instead of speaking for himself, Irving instead issued a statement. The Nets organization was also fined 25000 for allowing Irving to go without speaking to media members. Now, the NBA is something I actually don't keep up with no more, um, or the NFL, actually. But <clears throat> this is a something I just ran past when I was just uh, doing my uh, usual reading of the of the uh, news. Let me see. On Friday, Irving responded to the fine on social media and appeared to call media members puns in the process. I pray we utilize the fine money for the. Mo- Marginalized communities in need, especially seeing where our world is presently, Irvin wrote. I am here for peace, love, and greatness, so stop distracting me and my team and appreciate the art. We move different over here. I do not talk to pawns. My attention is worth more. Okay. Sounds like he's trying to understand the game. Irvin's decision not to speak with the media became an immediate talking point and led to a multi-day discourse about not only the player himself, but the ways athletes interact with the media. Clearly, the league was not thrilled with what he did, nor the often negative press that followed. Interesting, interesting. And I think I've seen some about him and some about Malcolm X. I don't know where it was at, though. Uh, let me see. Irvin was leading a group concerned that returning to basketball would take away from the social justice movement spreading across the country. And in response, the next star was labeled as a disruptor 
and was subject to harsh personal criticisms. Irvin later admitted on a podcast with Kevin Durant that he was in a dark place after the backlash. Hmm. Okay, okay. And it actually did um, take a look. It took away a little bit, you know, from the movement. Um, But that's sort of what sports is kind of there for, though, to be, if we're being honest, right? Like, it always usually calms things down. And if you ever watch something um, like anime, anybody know about anime, right? There's um, this show called Naruto and Barto. I don't know if anybody watched that, but it's like anime um called Barto and there's another one called Naruto. But it basically it's this jitsu. Um again jitsu. And it's basically where you pit somebody under a spell, basically. Or you change it's like pitting them in a virtual world and like it's not real. But yeah you have to watch it to understand. But it's interesting. I watch anime every now and then. Um, but yeah, man, so that's interesting. Uh, what else do we have? What else is going on in the world? Oh, Debo has passed, um, Debo from Friday, R.I.P. Uh, Friday was my, that's my movie, you know. Uh, one of my favorites. If y'all ever watch Friday, I, um, it's it's pretty good. Uh, let me see. Hmm. SpaceX. Rocket explodes. <clears throat> so, look like they had a setback, but hey, it happens, you know. I'm sure he gonna, they're gonna bounce back real quick, you know. Um, DoorDash stock looks look like it's doing pretty well, also, if you're into the stock market, by the way. And if you're black, you should be in the stock market, by the way. Just want to make sure I convey that to all the people. Stock market is another way to make another income. So it's something you should think about doing if you're not already doing it. Let's see. Um, <clears throat> China has the robot or the no driver taxis. I think we had those in the U.S. somewhere also, I think. I'm going to have to look that up. But China's a little bit f- uh further than we are, I think, in technology. Yeah, so. Oh, there was... Looks like hold on, I don't, what is this guy? But basically, this uh, it was a spy. Um, let me see, they call her Fang Fang. Is that a real name? Uh, give me one sec. 
Fang Fang. Yeah, here she go. So, looks like... And let me see, is this guy... Is he a congressman? Eric... Eric Swalwell? Yeah, he's a U.S. representative. And he been caught with a Chinese spy it looks like um so basically so basically he got with a a cute Asian chick basically what it looks like from what all these articles are saying uh let me see was he actually married hold on let me see well, it wouldn't be the first time, you know. It looks like he might. Hold on, let me. Yeah, he is. Um. Anyway, <laughs> looks like another congressman got caught cheating. And it's with an Asian spy, everybody is saying. So that's interesting. Um, yeah. What up, uh, is this the guy? Oh, okay. Um, so there was also this other guy, right? Um, I don't know if I talked about this yet, but there was a guy that got caught. Um, he basically was masturbating on Zoom. <laughs> uh, what is he? It says he's a lawyer, blogger, author, and legal analyst. And he got caught um, <laughs> masturbating on Zoom, which is interesting. Um, yeah, who masturbates on Zoom? And I think he was like in a meeting, like. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Some wild stuff. But um. Hmm. But let me talk to my black people real quick, though. Um, the thing we have to focus on is ownership right now. Ownership is what matters right now, right? In a capitalist society, ownership is what matters. So, you really need to be able to control things, right? Build up your own institutions, right? We already see that a lot of people don't want to let us in simply because we're black, right? They don't want to let us in their institution, right? And so, we see this everywhere. And a lot of other countries sort of kind of follow America's, uh, how they have set it up, right? And it's like, the lighter your skin is, well, actually, simply if you're white, uh, you kind of get a privilege, basically. And you get this privilege, which is basically a form of socialism, right? They don't want to admit that, but it, it kind of is socialism. Um, and yeah, man, so the move that we're trying to convey and what we're talking about right now is just ownership creating your own business um 
Pity money in the stocks, which is also ownership, equity ownership. Doing that. Um, let me see what else. Uh, buying property is uh, ownership. Even though a lot of times when we buy property, it's really the bank that kind of owns it, you know, unless we just paid for it, you know, uh, with cash, unless we had that type of money. But usually when people buy, you know, like a house or home, it's usually they're going through a uh, they're being financed basically, right? Through a bank, you know. Um, so yeah, man. Um, ownership is to move, man. We gotta own stuff, build up our own institutions, and we gotta support black businesses. If we don't support black businesses, you expect other races to support black business? I'm just like, I'm asking the question do you really expect? other races to support your black business. When you go to an Asian restaurant, you usually see nothing but Asians in there, right? I mean, a lot, the, the Asians, under, especially the Chinese, they understand, you know, they playing power numbers, as Dr. Claude would say. Um, and y'all also should get Dr. Claude's books also, by the way, Dr. Claude Anderson's books. Um, he has basically gave us what we need to succeed, basically, right? So that's something we got to get into. Businesses, ownership. So let me see how long I've been on here. Twenty-four. Uh, I just want to get on here real quick and talk about a little of this. Um. I guess I'll talk to y'all next time, you know, on the outlet. So, peace.